Well, we're in week four of our series titled Taking Responsibility for Your Life. It's a series based on an Andy Stanley series. And each week we're asking the same question. I I think you might be tired of hearing this question being in week four, uh, but it's really important. The question is, am I taking responsibility for my life? Now, why does it matter so much? Why are we spending four weeks talking about responsibility? I mean, who really cares that much? Well, responsibility or lack of impacts me. It impacts the people closest to me. And it may impact people that I've never met. Being responsible or choosing to not be responsible can have huge effects on the world around us. And so today we're looking at one more challenge of responsibility. And in doing this, we're actually going to take a look at two kinds of people, and eventually three people. But to start out, just just thinking of two different groups of people, we're going to call the first group um, the life's not fair people. Yeah, life's not fair. Uh, I, I earned that, that promotion, and I didn't get it. I deserve that job more than he did, and I didn't get it. I didn't get into that school, but one of my classmates did. Life's just not fair. And, and when we start to have this mentality or this attitude, uh, there's, there's some challenges uh, that, that we'll face we're going to get to in a little bit. The second group of people, are uh, it, we'll, we'll call them the have-it-alls. Yeah, they have everything. They don't need anything else because they got into the school they wanted. They got the job they wanted. They married, they married the person that they, that they thought they would, they would marry. Everything they could possibly have and, and want and need, they have it all. We don't always like those people. But anyway, we'll look at their challenges as well. And so this morning, I, w- I want to challenge you, whether you feel like you're in the Life's Not Fair group or the Have It All group, to embrace your responsibility. Remember, there's such a great impact of being responsible, um, but we serve a master. And so we're going to look at a story in Matthew chapter 25, uh, looking at uh, the relationship between the master and ourselves. Jesus tells this story about the unevenness or unfairness of life. And I've read this parable many times, and I'm sure many of you have uh, know what this parable is about. Um, but he offers God's perspective on the unevenness, and hopefully this gives us a better understanding as to why things are the way they are. And so look with me at Matthew 25, beginning at verse 14. It says, Again, it will be like a man going on a journey, who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on a journey. Right away. That's not fair. Why would, why would he give one person five bags of gold and the other two and the other one? Regardless of what that, uh, what that means, we know five is greater than two and two is greater than one. Uh, so it, it's just not fair. Uh, and, and I see the, the answer. I've missed this so many times. The answer is right there. Why did one person get more than another, and why did he get more than the other? It says, each according to his ability. See, the master actually knows us pretty well because, well, he created us. And so he knows what we can handle, and if he knows that I might only be able to handle one bag, then why would he give me two? That would, that would actually be not really a, a nice thing, would it? If, if he knew that I couldn't handle five, he, he might give me two. But if he doesn't think I can handle it, then don't do it. 
See, I, I coached junior high girls basketball for eight years, and I don't know if you know, but playing time seems to be an issue uh, for some people, and maybe for all of us. Um, but but I remember in, in some of the games, you have uh, opportunities to get everyone in the game. And, and I, I think every, every coach, just being a decent person, you wish that you could play everyone all the time. But it's not always about that person. It, it, sometimes you think of, of the team. But there are specific times when I can think it was actually more about the individual than the team. When we're down by, by 20 and, uh, and, and someone, maybe a parent asked me, why didn't you put my, my daughter in? You guys didn't have a chance and she doesn't play very much, so why don't, why don't we just play her now? Well, when I, when I would see uh, the other team was still putting a lot of pressure on the ball, and if I put her out there this early in the season, she might, she might just turn the ball over six times. And it didn't matter for the game, but it would destroy her confidence. See, a, a good coach would, would, would recognize that and not put a player in a position that they weren't able to handle for the sake of the player. I think God does that with us. The master did that in here. He decided, I think this person can handle this. And I don't think it'd be fair to, to, to give them this much. And so we keep going in the story. Verse 16, the, the man who had received five bags of gold went out at once and put his money to work and gained five more bags. So we see right away he, he did what he was supposed to do. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. Again, the master seemed to know what he was doing. But the man who had received one bag went off dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold, so I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness." Then the man who had two bags of gold also came to the master. He said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. Again, the, his, the master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I'll put you in charge of many. Come and share your master's happiness. Now, I'm, if I'm the, the guy who received two bags, I might say, well, I doubled my two, turned it into four, the, the one who got five doubled his, and it turned into ten. So I could probably say, well, I, if I were received five, then I would have doubled that. But I think the master knew better. Maybe he knew that the man who received two, if he received five, it would have been too much. The responsibility would have been too much on him, the pressure, the stress. He just maybe couldn't handle it, so he only gave him two. We have to trust our master. He's a loving master. Keep going. Verse 24, then the man who had received one bag of gold came, Master, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid, and I went out, and I hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. I can only assume that he wasn't expected to come up with four bags or, or, uh, or ten. He was expected to do something with what he was given. He had responsibility because he had opportunity. He received a bag of gold. See, it actually looks like he's the, the one who uh, gets the least, but most likely this master had more than three servants, so many people didn't get the same amount that he got. 
or the same opportunity. Verse 24 I think I'm at the wrong place. Yep, verse 26. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant, which also could be translated to worthless. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. Now, this is a kind of, this is a, kind of a, a tough one. Uh, what does that mean that he should have at least put it in the bank to to gain interest. And, and I think, what does that look like in our lives today? Well, I think it means that maybe you're not able to do everything. You know, maybe I'm not uh, willing or, or capable, uh, or I don't feel called uh, or led to be a foreign missionary. And, and I might think, well, if I'm not a foreign missionary, then really I'm not making any difference, so I'm just not going to do anything. What about uh, supporting missionaries. What about praying for missionaries? Well, no. If I'm not going to do any, if I'm not going to do the big part, then I probably should just take it easy and and do my own thing. That's what this guy did. He said, "I I didn't get two bags. I didn't get five bags. I only got one. So uh, I don't want to mess it up. I'm just not going to do anything." Yeah. Let's let's see how that worked out for him. So take the bag of gold from him. And give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The guy blamed his master. I mean, look at that. He, he messed up. He failed. Uh, he didn't do anything. And another opportunity uh, to avoid responsibility by blaming his master. I, it was, I knew what kind of person you were, so I did nothing. It didn't work out for him. Without faith in Jesus, you will be condemned to hell. That, that's this guy, the, the, the place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. It wasn't that he didn't earn, it, uh, earn his way. It was that he didn't trust God. A, a loving master gave him life and gave him an opportunity he lived for himself. I think the point that Jesus was trying to make in this story specifically is that everybody gets an uneven opportunity, and everyone gets an uneven, or because of this opportunity, everyone is held accountable for what they have. I will not be held accountable for, uh, for what you have been given, and you will not be held accountable for what I have been given, but you're going to be held accountable for what you've been given and what you've done with it. And I will be held, held accountable for myself. And this uneven amount of opportunity, it's just a loan. It's just a loan to us. He came back. Can, can you say this? I, I know you're probably at home right now, but, but can you say this? This life is not mine. This life is not mine. Can I say my life is not mine. Well, when I word it like that, I'm already saying it's my life, so really I'm, insin- I'm kind of assuming it's my life. No, this life is not mine. The master right here, yeah, it all belonged to him. The five-bag people, life came easy. It came natural. Everything went the way that it was supposed to. But you know, they have a, a huge challenge. They could waste it. Why, why would that be? Why would they have more of an opportunity to waste it? Well, we waste what we have when it's extra. If I only need 
$30,000 a year and I'm, and I'm paid uh, $50,000 a year, then most likely I'm probably going to waste most of $20,000. If I'm only given $30,000 and I only need $30,000, then I'm probably not going to waste anything. If I have a, a 3,000 square foot house and I only need 1,200 square foot, well, how many rooms are going to set empty? Uh, what we have, we can very easily waste. That doesn't work well. That's not what the, that's not what the master wants us to do. But what about those one-bag people? They didn't, they didn't get anything extra. They had a rough start in life. It never got easier. What's, what's their challenge? Well, I deserved that promotion. I didn't get it, so I'm just going to do the minimum and get by. I'm, I'm retiring in seven years anyway. I'm just going to go in and do my job and go home. I'm just, I, I, didn't, I didn't get what, what I thought I should, so I'll just, I'll just do my own thing. Yeah, that was, a, that was a problem because if you notice in this story, the guy who received one bag, he didn't get a free pass because he only received one bag. The master didn't say, well, uh, the guy that got five, he should have at least got 12 or 13 uh, and, and covered the, this guy. He only got one, so why should he be held accountable for that? Well, he was just as much or uh, just as much as the other guys. But the two bag people, I think most of us probably fall in the middle of the life's not fair and I have it all. I, I think probably most people assume I can look to someone and say they have more than me and I can look to someone else and say they have less. So most of us probably fall in this two bag category and we also have a, a challenge. We can't look at the five bag people and say, well, I didn't get as much as them so I shouldn't have to do as much. So I, I probably don't need to do that much at all. Or, or to look at the one-bag person and say, well, they haven't accomplished anything. I've accomplished more than them. Well, if you've been given two bags or three bags or four, well, you, you should. You should have uh, accomplished more. We just have to look to ourselves. What am I going to do with what I have? What are you going to do with what you have? This isn't just about money. This is about our life. This is, this is the life that God has given us, our relationships, our opportunities, everything that we have. What are we going to do with it? We all have time. If, you, if you're living today, you have time. But eventually you won't. We all have opportunity. Maybe not the same. You have more than some. You have less than others. How will you use it for God's kingdom? Maybe God didn't make everything even. I don't want to give examples, because if I give examples of, of other people's lives and my own life, we can look to where it seems uneven and say, well, this, this isn't fair, and it can bring a lot of sadness. Or we can say, well, I do have this and this, so it can bring a lot of joy. So evaluate yourselves. Don't, don't look around to other people. Just look, what do I have? What, maybe what do I not have? And I can either choose to complain and make excuses, or I can accept what I have from the Father and use it for something bigger than myself. Because the truth is, the climax of this story came in verse 19 pretty early. And it says this, After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. One day you will have to give an account for your life. I will. We all will. We can't do it for someone else. We will be held accountable because of our responsibilities. And it's going to be a great day. If the master can look at you and say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things, and I will put you in charge of many. Come on, come with me. Or it's going to be a really bad day. And you might want to blame, you might blame him, you might blame God. 
Uh, it, it could be an opportunity for excuses. Well, I didn't have this, or this happened. Now look what happens to that person. You wicked, lazy servant. So you have an opportunity. The bottom line is this. We have opportunities regardless of how great or how, how small, and we will be held accountable. A loving God gave us life. And then he followed it up, and he gave us an opportunity for new life through Jesus. Where I failed in my responsibility, he gave me a second chance. That's called grace. Our God is loving, he's graceful, and he wants you to make the most of your life because this is good for you, it's good for the others around us, and it's, it's good for his glory. We are here to serve God, to grow the kingdom, to share the gospel so that everyone knows about this hope, that everyone knows what Jesus did for us, that he took the responsibility that he had and he saved us. We need to share that. That's what we're responsible for. So go and share Jesus with the world. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much uh, for your words again, uh, to, to be able to read the Bible and, and to read what Jesus taught those people around him. It's just amazing that we, have, uh, that we have these records that we can just look back and hear his specific words to people around him, and we can share that with those around us. And so let us be the, the mouthpiece for Jesus, that we can share uh, his stories, that we can talk about uh, your love, and that we can share the gospel with the world. Uh, thank you for this, this series and the, the challenge to take responsibility for our lives. Thank you so much for your son. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.